know, we're setting we're setting goals in 2020 that I uh, that I think are are pretty sweet goals. Um, but like in the back of my head, I'm also thinking that there's there's no way it stops there. Like, I'll I'll get there. What I what I'm hoping I get to in two years, I'm gonna get to in in the next six months, and by the end of the year, it's like hard to even fathom where we'll be at because. You, when you put out good energy into the world and, and you grind and you hustle for what, what you want and and other people are seeing that passion and seeing that excitement, I, I just think big things can happen. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to one of the first episodes of Live an Extraordinary Life. I am your host, Tim Bishop, and this podcast serves as a guide to help you define what an extraordinary life is for yourself. And on this first episode, I wanted to bring in my brother, Tyler Bishop, to talk with him about the things we're doing, his life story, how he recently quit his job this year and now is running his business full-time. And I also want to talk about the big plans we have for the future together. I just thought it would be a very exciting way to kick off the podcast. So here it is, a conversation with the Bishop Brothers. Enjoy. Um, okay, well, people, today we got a very special guest. This is my brother, Tyler Bishop. I thought it was very fitting to start the podcast with an interview with my brother because I do so much with him. I live my life with him and we are working on big things together and I wanted you to get to know him a little bit too. So Ty, how you doing, bro? Good. Shout out to the podcast listeners out there and to those doing good out in the world. Yes, sir. All right, Ty. So I want you to share your story with the people. So I think we should start where it all began this year, which is 2019 recap and you deciding to quit your job at XL Energy and start being a full-time videographer. So I want to get the inside scoop as to what that process was like and how you finally decided to quit your job. Yeah, 2019 was a massive year for me as far as just so many things happened. It's going to be hard to recap at all, but I can give you some quick brief highlights here. Um, so working at XL Energy, I was working in their information security department and really enjoyed that job. It was a good job right out of college, and uh, I was working with some good people. Um, decided to quit the job maybe five months before I actually did, and it had always been in my mind that I wanted to do something more that aligned with my passions and my skills, um, but I don't think I would have ever fully pursued it if I didn't have my tribe pushing me to do so. Um, in my head, I didn't go to school for it. It wasn't part of my plan. It was just a hobby, videography, and I shouldn't actually, I shouldn't, it just wasn't something that I would ever consider that would, could become a job and become a full-time running business that could generate a lot of income and a lot of success and a lot of fun. Um, so now fast forward to a few months later, uh, my boss and people at Excel Energy all know I'm doing the side hustle. I'm taking vacation days to go shoot weddings and they're all fully on board with the ideas and I have an, another coworker helping me build a, a website. So uh it wasn't any secret that this was something that I was passionate about and something that I I really enjoyed doing and something that brought me a lot of life. Uh fast forward a few more months later there were there was talks of promotions at the job and it was right around that time I told the boss I'm thinking about quitting and uh 
and there there was there was no shock whatsoever. They were just like, yeah, it's a, it's about time. Like we can tell, you know, you do really good work here. We're gonna miss you, but we're stoked to see you follow your dreams. So uh, I asked to go part time, and kind of ease my way into things uh, with Tyler Bishop Studios, my business, and uh, the part time thing didn't pan out, and I was I was just so thankful that it didn't work out because I think deep down I knew I didn't want to go part time. I just wanted to go all in on dedicating a hundred percent of my energy and time to to doing it big and and really starting something from scratch. So yeah, the I I brought in I brought in the two weeks notice. I sat on the table. Two weeks later, I gave my boss a big old hug and I said, "Adios, bro." And <laughs> I hopped on my bike, biked down biked down Nicollet Mall of downtown Minneapolis, just hooting and hollering. And it was like one of the one of the most freeing, most like adrenaline filled moments of my life. I could not believe that after four years of studying this topic of computer science and information security and working at Ameriprise Financial for a year and then Excel Energy for two years and that was just my trajectory and I just I just jumped off the cliff and said no more. Yes sir. Let's go. Yes. Good. Well I think that I think it was good that part time didn't happen. I think that was good because you just got tossed into the into the newness and you were just forced to figure it out there was no comforts there anymore of like that income Mm -hmm. or that you had to there was no choice yeah exactly it was it was just make or break at that point and and corporate america taught me good things it taught me about working hard and being professional and um how to communicate and how to be confident in rooms with higher ups and i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna run with these skills and I, I was used to a, a a standard of living because of the solid income that it had brought me um, working in corporate America. And I, I knew I wanted to keep somewhat of that, of a similar lifestyle. And at that point it was like, all right, like I'm going to find a way to make money and it's going to have to happen quick. It's go time. <laughs> yeah. So what was like some of those initial fears? Like right when you, we're starting. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like everyone seeks to be understood. And I was, I was nervous that people wouldn't get my logic and just would be like, what is this idiot doing? He's going, he just quit a really good job to go play with his camera. Like, how's that going to like what what was what's that going to bring him at the end of the day um so part of it was just um unneeded fears right like who who cares what other people think um but i think that was a big factor of like oh i just shared with the world that i quit my job like dang i better go out and prove myself now hmm right you've talked about that like and even like, to and, this day like yeah. you still want have something to prove, and yeah, that that there's just there there's no need for that. It's just it's just something that that I felt for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So most of the fears you think were kind of, I mean, there was like the initial of just like figuring out how to run a business and get gigs, but it sounds like some of it was just the initial just fears of 
just expectation and what people think and some of that stuff that can be crimple, crippling, but as you go on, like, learn doesn't really matter all that much. Okay. Now that you know that. Now you're about, what, 10 months into full-time? How much? <clears throat> Nine months? Yeah, I quit my job in April, beginning of April. So, okay. And it's now December. Yeah. So. Cool. And uh, talking about how you had mentioned that when you quit your job, how it wasn't, you didn't have... Like, there wasn't this deep calling or mission that was initially there, and I know that that's building, but how it was just, like, you knew you wanted a new lifestyle, and you knew you wanted to do something that you loved, and what were some of those, like, lifestyle changes that you were hoping to get by making this move? Yeah, so I don't know if that was my, my driving factor, was, like, the, the, the lifestyle change. I think, um, you know, we'd say, like, oh, I quit my 9 to 5 to pursue what I love and do it full time. And, you know, it's not, it's not as glamorous of like, Oh, I quit my nine to five to go play and, you know, travel the world and have fun. Um, and thankfully I've gotten to do a lot of traveling recently. Um, but when you say, Oh, I quit my nine to five, it kind of sounds like you're bashing on corporate America or those that do have nine to five jobs. And, uh, that I didn't, I have nothing against anyone that works a nine to five, just for the record. Um, like I'm, I, that's not trying to insult anyone by, by saying I quit my nine to five. Um, it was more along the lines of, I saw an opportunity. I, I knew there was something I was passionate about and not only passionate about it, but I saw a chance to actually create a business around it and make money. I wouldn't say just quit your nine to five to do something that you love. Maybe Gary V would say that maybe someone a little bit more aggressive minded about about like attacking life at like a million miles an hour but for me i just knew that there was this opportunity and that i would really really regret not taking that opportunity gotcha okay so 10 years down the road future tyler looking back on his life with his you know still good great paying corporate america job still like you know having fun with his coworkers and doing all these things i think that tyler 10 years down the road would be a happy tyler but i think there'd be some regrets hmm. so that was i think gotcha. i think i think that was a, a a big factor into it yeah and then obviously all the fun stuff like i i felt i felt a need to to want to share more things and and to travel and and do all these these interesting things and work for myself and take naps at noon and work until 3 a.m. and you know my schedule is my schedule yeah I can I can can take a break to go to the gym I can uh but I but I I think there it, it also took a little bit of time to get to that ideal lifestyle it wasn't just like boom and I had it yeah there was at first the freedom was was so overwhelming I was so concerned about the fact that I didn't have structure and I didn't know when to stop and I didn't know when to see f friends and if I if I took three hours during the day to make an incredible meal and to go work out and to watch an episode of Netflix now that time I had to make up that time somewhere else which was in the evening so I I wasn't as social with my friends and um and you know just those other things that you, you thought would be 
more readily accessible now that you have all this freedom. But actually, I think it's been the opposite since I quit my job. There's been less time with friends and less time doing some of the stuff I thought I'd be doing because I've been having so much fun and I've been so passionate about figuring out my business and ways to grow it and ways to network in the Minneapolis area with new people that that and and so it's okay that I've sacrificed some time on those other things for now and I and my and my friends get that and they understand that that I'm mm-hmm. that I'm working towards something big but there's been far more sacrifices than I initially thought yeah yeah I mean that makes sense I mean I mean I'm going through it too but you you transition and it's not like there's structures in place. There's no systems in place. There's no boss to tell you how to do things. It's, it's you figuring out everything from, we were just talking about accountants and lawyers and all this stuff that we need. And I mean, you're just doing it all. So that initial process, you just, you're going to have to sacrifice, but we know that it's sacrificing for a purpose. And this is something that we've talked about too, is that sacrifice and struggle on its own without any like meaning or thing you're going for doesn't make a lot of sense and if you're struggling and and sacrificing you don't really know why then that's a good point to reflect but the lingo that you used at times is eating shit for a reason and um talk to me about that for a second in regards and i know you use that lingo more when it comes to the types of projects you're working on and the stuff that you're chasing after and you said sacrifice can be good if you know it's leading you towards the state you want to be in so we've discussed that when it comes to like video projects talk to me about that mindset for a second and what that means to you when you think about eating shit for a reason for a goal for a a purpose or something going for yeah 100 percent. so there's there are times i get paid to do projects and there are times that i don't and the, the times that i don't the times i'm eating shit for a reason is because I see opportunity and like an abundance of opportunity and and you got to you just have to experiment with 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 this industry that I'm in. So if I want to go out and make a a super sexy car commercial, I should just go out and do that. If that's something that I feel I can share with the world and at the end of the day that might land me the next big dealership as a client, like sweet I'll, I'll just go out and do that um you know i don't know if it's necessarily eating shit but i got to go to botswana with sven sungard our local care 11 weatherman tough life yeah real tough um to film a pilot episode for explore with sven this new series that he's trying to launch and i didn't get paid anything but i got a sweet trip out of it but then the following two weeks i was editing like 10 hours a day to turn it around in time for him to use it to go pitch to some people that he was meeting with out in California. And that that's that's two weeks of travel and then two weeks of editing with no pay. Right. Um and it and that and it's grinding and it's sacrificing my health and working out on, on some for some days and it's sacrificing time with friends and family and everything else that we discussed. So mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's always sacrifice, but, but at the same time, I was just so stoked about it, you know? Yeah. So like in the moment, 
you know, I didn't care that I was eating shit because I loved the shit. (laughs) (laughs) The funny way to phrase it. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this too, where it's like you're, you just, you just do things that you know you want to do because you know it's going to bring you more of the things you want to do. So by doing travel videos, by doing, and not just travel videos, but travel videos that have a purpose, you know, Sven wants to talk about important environmental and world issues. These are all things that you want to be associated with. So you know this four weeks of free work is going to pay dividends. And if it doesn't, in a big picture, it's going to lead you to something else. It's going to lead you to the next thing. So it's it's all about like just putting out in the world what you want to get back and just keeping to do that. So that one month of free work, you know, has its place in the in the journey of where we're trying to go. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. And you also just went to Kenya. <laughs> you went to you went to Nairobi. Uh, so this what this year, the last what four months has been Botswana, Nairobi, Spain. So you got to do some cool things. Um, <laughs> talk to me about what it is about travel that you love. It's always been in the Bishop DNA a bit, I think, to go out and explore the world. And our parents probably instilled that in us a bit. But what is it for you that makes you love traveling? Yeah. Uh, well, I think, I think at a young age, like, you can think back to when we were kids. If mom and dad told us we were going to Florida in six months, Dude, we'd be talking about it for six months. Like, <laughs> leading up to a vacation as a kid was just one of the most exciting things ever. And I don't know why. Everything to going through the airport security line and sitting on the airplane. Like, every part of the journey. It was so much fun. Um, so it kind of just brings you back to being a little kid again when you get to hop on a plane and go to a new destination. Um, usually it's to new places and you don't really know what you're going to, like you don't really know what to expect and you just can kind of take it all in. New experiences, I guess, is, has always been kind of just this thing that just lights me up and lights up a lot of people. New experiences, new faces, new, new friends, new people, new foods. Like those, those are things that people are just always craving, right? So then I guess specifically about traveling, you know, it's it's just an enormous learning opportunity. And you can just feel more connected and closer with people around the world, learning about new cultures, new foods, new ways of life. Right. And it's seeing the world, you also just have so many more stories to share. Yeah, you learn a lot. <laughs> you meet some cool people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. So you got the new business. It's allowing you to travel, and you're focusing on some big things. Um, and it's been about well, you've been doing video work for a while, but again, full time. It's been about nine months. And what are some big things you feel like you've already learned about building a business um, that you didn't know maybe nine months ago before you started? Yeah. So I guess building a business from scratch. You have to be willing to eat shit, which we've already covered off on. You have to be willing to put in the hours, and you got to really love what it is you're doing. And also, I think at the end of the day, you need to have people around you that support you in, in your mission, in your cause. That you're, people, you're, if, you're, if your tribe isn't there to support you along the way, I think you'd burn out. So I guess other big things that I've learned is that it's, 
it's good to put in the work up front and it's it's good to sacrifice time away from the money making activities to ensure success long term um i mean it, we're we're 9 months in and of the, even this past week my well, the two of us have have really focused on um taking a break from some of the 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 video work i've now pulled timmy in to help with some of the 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 just the business management side of things the business efficiencies branding and all that other type of stuff because i know there has been there has been time wasted in the last nine months doing things over and over again that there could have been templates for that there could have been a better workflow we could have pitched this client better we should have asked these questions up front. You know, it's 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 an enormous learning process. And I am so thankful for all the mistakes I've made this year because it is just setting us up for just massive success in 2020. Even though 2020 will have bigger mistakes, and I'll be really thankful for those as well. But but I, I think I think you just you just you gotta go in knowing that you're gonna make mistakes and that it's 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 a this a trim, like an enormous learning process. So yeah, it's it's an enormous learning process and at the end of the day, uh you just gotta you just gotta keep on grinding at it. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's it's consistently like correcting those errors you make and just where you're trying to go and definitely important to look back on those failures and like you said, be grateful for them or else like that's how you learn. I feel like you reflect on the things that went wrong and you keep pushing that forward. And mm-hmm. even though there was some failures and lessons learned, I would say from an outsider's perspective, it was a pretty successful first year. You did well. You got yourself into some really cool things. Um, you know, let's be let's think about the positive side for for a second here and think what are some of those factors you think attributed to like early successes that you've seen in your business and why. You know, it seems like people are responding very well. I mean, I think you provide a good product, um, but what do you think else is at play with why you found early success in your business and why you're so confident going forward that you will continue um, to find success and growth? Yeah, I, I think it was because I had I had people believe in me right off the bat, and we got thrown into a situation where we were flown to boulder colorado for a shoot and a or wait it wasn't boulder where did i go durango durango thank you yeah uh we went we got flown to durango durango colorado for a shoot this is one of my first paid shoots ever and i was so nervous and just had in my head i had i thought i had no idea what i was doing we went out there just to shoot these mountain bikers and to tell this really cool story about this woman who was following her dreams um uh all to you know all to help promote her business which is women's radical pursuits and also to help promote these uh life life coaching business finding your z and i came home with all this footage and didn't look at it for weeks and was just like there's no way that that that, that this is going to work and then i and then i started playing with the footage and it just turned out to be a pretty incredible first first go at it and uh yes, sir and so just right off the bat realizing that even if i don't fully think that 
and I, even if I don't fully have confidence that that this is going to work out, at the end of the day, I somehow make it work. <laughs> um, and and that was my that was my mindset for the first month or two, and this is you know the months and months before I actually decided to quit my job and do this full time, and now I don't now I don't second guess many things. But I that mindset at first of just like, okay, you thought this wasn't gonna work and it did. Then there was no reason to to ever doubt it again. You know, every time I'm like, this isn't gonna work. It 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 worked anyways, it and now and, and then eventually I just stopped thinking it's not gonna work, and now and now I just do. I don't I don't think anymore. It's just it's just become like muscle memory. You show up, you execute on what you said you were going to execute on, you go home, you edit, you turn around a, a video in a timely manner, and the client loves it. But I think I went off on a tangent there. I, th- I think the, the, main, the main thing, though, for success, jumping into this, is my network. I mean, I, I've been talking with you about this all week, about how we need to start reaching out to some bigger and badder clients not saying that um we're not working with great clients because we are but a hundred percent of my work this year was word of mouth Mm. i i i did zero marketing zero advertising for this business and i walked away with 30 clients this year and probably creating over 60 videos that's insane (laughs) and and it was all through people that referring me other clients that i've worked with it's all been referrals yeah for for gyms real estate weddings travel gigs nonprofits. you name it all of it it's it's all just been referral based which is pretty mind-blowing and you know you start to realize okay there's a there's clearly a serious need for this because I don't, I don't think it just casually comes up in conversation like, oh, I have a videographer. I think you should meet him. I think, you know, the, the, what comes before that is, dang, I'm running this small business and I really need a video for my website. Or like, I need to start promoting myself better. Or I need to start promoting this project better, or this product better. And I wish I had videos to run on Instagram ads, whatever it is. Right. I think people are, are people in the, in the small business world are, are, are talking about these things that they need a lot. Mm-hmm. So now moving forward in 2020, we're hoping to start more aggressively tapping into the market. Yeah. Yeah. Content, content is king today, brother. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants content. But I mean, from a perspective of your brother looking at, you know, what you just said, you know, I think it's the fact that you have formed a lot of good relationships over the course of the year and the fact that to you the relationship is important and i feel like that's another reason why people are referring to you because you've even mentioned to me like sometimes yeah you treat your clients like friends and you want to work with cool people and so it's not like this transactional thing for you it's yeah you know it's a i mean a lot of people we work with we can like hit up and grab dinner with like it's no problem you know so that's i think a big part of it too that you're just like a social dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks for thanks for mentioning that too. That's something that I should bring up in conversation and I, I forget sometimes, but I mean the fact the fact is that I can pretty much hit up any client and 
ask them to meet up for for dinner and and have a really enjoyable conversation and yeah i think at at this point you know most clients that i've worked with it's not just turn around a product and, and walk away it's you know even even if I'm not doing any work for them today, I I, I see their, their, their them posting on Instagram and I get really excited about seeing them grow, and I know it's the same it's it's the same in reverse. I know that many clients will text text me and and you know they're just like dang like keep grinding like it's it's been so fun to see what you've been up to since we worked together three months ago and yeah we build relationships yeah and I think that's also another factor into why I quit my job because I, I had good relationships in, in corporate America, but, uh, I felt like you couldn't fully be yourself in meetings. And, um, if you were in meetings with higher ups, it, it was, it was harder to speak up or harder just to, you know, to, yeah. to shoot the shit. And I, I'm kind of a sarcastic person. I like to have fun and joke around and I wasn't getting much of that. And you know, you enter this industry and you know you can shoot the shit with your clients and be funny because you know everyone you're you're having conversations about building br- brand personalities and you know and 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 growing something fun right like all these businesses are fun and so i mean through that you just build really tight relationships really quick and you know and it's not it's almost like i'm i'm becoming another one of their em- employees and part of and part of their family for for however long you know they choose to to continue working with me and you you do develop relationships and a level of trust really fast yeah yeah it's different man i mean i didn't work in corporate as long as you did but there's just times you're like man like i I can't talk to these people how i want to not out of anyone's fault but it's the environment but in this Mm -hmm. setting it's so much more yeah there's a realness to it that is refreshing for sure for sure yeah and not just the clients I mean, it's it's fun networking with other creatives and other yeah. and other studio owners. And I mean, you, we're hanging out at WeWork in North Loop and the WeWork in Uptown, and and I mean, we're just having fun. And you 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 show up to the the Minneapolis bouldering project where we climb, and you know we're starting to see we're starting to see buddies there. We see buddies, you know, every time we go out. And you know, I think in our our community of of just really, really solid, like-minded people in the Minneapolis area is growing quite rapidly. Yeah. I think it's really cool how supportive the Minneapolis creative community is, like, of each other. I feel like if someone's thinking about doing something and they're scared, if you're out there and you're passionate about it and you have a decent skill or a desire to build a skill, people here seem to be extremely receptive. I know that's helped you and me getting to the next step it's a cool community in minneapolis for sure of people who are trying to build things together yeah which i think is super super refreshing yeah i've had some really solid mentors along the way that have taught me some decent stuff and showed me the right gear to buy and have pulled me into projects and i've had i've just had so many learning opportunities thanks to a few of these guys out there and everyone's got each other's backs it's it is definitely a very supportive community which is pretty sweet and i'm super mindful about um other people viewing me as a competitor and not stepping on anyone else's toes and uh and and i'll express that at times I, i feel like this is this i'm kind of entering into your space 
and like I don't, and you know most of the time it's 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 received as like no 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 like this this is this is this is something that you found you you go for it you know and it, it's just been super interesting i feel like in most other industries it's just not quite like that yeah <laughs> it, it's it's oddly it's odd yeah, it's odd yeah it's it's oddly cool it's oddly <laughs> yeah cool yeah man and and at the end of the day like everyone's gonna better be better for it because everyone's gonna bring each other up yeah for sure and that does seem to be like the philosophy it's it's mob mentality it's like if you can like be your own you know iron man but you got your avengers crew with you like the whole team wins <laughs> <laughs> the whole team wins um yeah man so before we start looking forward to 2020 and future a bit um you know you've talked a lot about the tribe and the accountability and you know i don't think a lot of listeners really know about the kind of group we have which we call the daydreamers which is a cheesy name that we created but it's just because it's the name of the house that we live in um but talk to me about how that group has really helped to change your life i mean and it sounds dramatic but i mean it, it did there's seven dudes and it was one of the big reasons why you quit your job because there was accountability there to go after your dreams but what else has that group done for you and and playing a part of the life and and the life that you want to live and the person you want to become and just how has that impacted you yeah so i mean the daydreamers the it really started when we had that one dinner at french meadow a few years ago now it's probably like what two or three years ago and we had we really identified that life is not the same after college gotta pause for a second it was only a year and a half ago what yeah. Wow, a lot's changed. Julius, okay. It was July 2018. It is December of 2019 right now. Dang. Lots changed since then. <laughs> Continue. <Yeah. laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, a year and a half ago. Um I mean, we just we just were starting to identify things that we wished could still be like it was in college. And and the, the majority of those things evolved around um like uh a, a common shared space that that people live in there was just you think back to stories about living in the dorms with some of your best friends in the same hallway and we were fortunate enough to have our best friends in the same hallway and those have those are just such strong vivid memories in my mind of just really good times um i'm so thankful that we're beyond college and we're doing these these cool things and I, I would I don't want to go back to school right now and there's a lot of things that I disliked about college but for sure more things that I liked than disliked but um it kind of started there with all right guys like we need to form some sort of an intentional community to support each other because now that we're out in the real world it seems like everyone's off doing their own thing and finding their own success and a lot of people do that without leaning on without leaning on anyone else. Everyone's out there to prove it on their own. Um and it it seems right now that this this mentality that a lot of people are in out there is a lonely one. Mm-hmm. And we want to change that. So, 
we started meeting up weekly, and uh, the majority of us live would live in this home that we do call the daydream. Um, but some a lot of people don't as well. So a group of seven of us would meet up every week, and we would just talk big life thoughts. Huge. Um, we talk about how we feel like we're failing at life. We feel we talk about how we're succeeding. We'd have really open talks about how we view other people are succeeding and failing. And we'd even go into just to like build build the, the cohesiveness and the level of trust and the bond between us. We'd even talk about things we like about the other person, things we don't like about them, like conversations that you would feel like you should never have with someone we were having just to really open up the doors about, hey, yo, these are your strengths and these are for sure your weaknesses. And it was like, dang, <laughs> like we're being raw and real right now. And, you know, you you just you get down to a point where you're just it it's so raw and so real that you end up uncovering things that you can't cover back up and for me it was it was realizing that this hobby of mine can't just stay a hobby and that i and that i have to i have to to pursue this and and, and go all in and and it wasn't even my realization it was my friends realizations at first mm. and and i'm just so thankful for the daydreamers because they're just the ones that that they kept me accountable all the way and it helped me realize this yeah yeah i mean you nailed it when you said it's like we're those conversations we started to have because i mean everyone in the group was at so much somewhat of a transition point right like i was about to graduate and other people also kind of wanted to quit their job and try something new. So everyone was in this reflective state and starting to like ask all those questions on your own can be hard. We had a group who were like helping each other ask these questions. And now looking at a year and a half later, what I think is the coolest part is that now it's the norm. Now I would expect one of you to just tell me how it is. I would expect one of you to share your thoughts. Expect one of you to come to me if you need me. Like it's now like we've created this norm where it's we just we help each other through life and that helps yeah that helps everything. <laughs> yeah, and we I mean we have the model men supporting men, which you know, it is is sort of rare. I wouldn't say it's it's extremely rare, but there there are many people out there I'm realizing, um, who struggle with sharing their emotions or don't have a supportive a supportive system or supportive someone that they feel like they can trust and be open with um and and, and so so part of our goal with with the group is is sharing our thoughts and sharing our experiences and sharing what we know and um inspiring men and women in general to to be more open about their dreams and and their and their life aspirations and and live life intentionally and always um continuously improving and and you know figuring out ways where you can you can live um you know the the life that you were meant to live and you know better better the world yeah yeah the goal and those around you yeah 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 the goal is definitely to help inspire others and yeah i think that 
I'm talking about like that world versus those around you. I mean, I feel like I've started to learn that starting with just helping people around you is how you end up starting to help the world or, you know, bigger communities. Cause that's what we've all started with is if you can help those people around you, you can learn how to do that. Then you can learn how to help the next people that need to come into your life and the next people. And so it's, it feels good. Um, yeah, man. Well, okay. Let's talk about, let's talk about 2020 going forward here. Um, what are some, what are some big business goals on your mind? I mean, this will be your first full year running your business. Um, like you mentioned, you got me now who's coming on as a creative director to be a part of the team and to help drive this thing forward together. Cause like we mentioned, the doing it together brings, brings a lot more wealth and joy to the table than than doing things alone. Um, but what are some business goals on your mind looking forward to 2020? Yeah. Looking forward to 2020. I have so much energy and excitement about what's to come. Uh, I think this is going to be a year of massive creativity. I think we're going to land some pretty big clients along the way. I think we're going to do a lot of big things as well that look like we land landed some big clients and just did it for fun because that's just kind of how we roll sometimes. Live life large. <laughs> um, booking, We're going to probably book a few plane tickets to some random destinations. And when we, you know, in, in the leading up to that trip, we'll, we'll see if we can, we can land some clients when we get there to cover costs of the trip. Um, just kind of setting out some fun little challenges like that. I think this is going to be a big year for um, just growing the business to the next level with every everything from branding to workflow efficiencies to figuring out who who are the, my core people that I can pull in when I need help on a shoot to to educating myself far, far further than I than I have educated myself at this point because every step of the way you always feel like you're one step behind because there's always so many things more to learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's always there's always so much more to learn out there. And and yeah, we're I mean we're just gonna be grinding. Cheesy thing to say, but we'll be grinding hard in twenty twenty. I'm I'm just so excited for it. Yes, sir. Time to get after it. Um, so talk about some of the, you know, the we've talked about the type of people we're looking to work with and why we enjoy working with those specific types of people. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So you know, we've been working on the branding recently for Tyler Bishop Studios and for the Bishop Brothers. Um, you know, and we've we've we kept we keep on coming back to the topics around. Uh, video storytelling and branding for passionate founders um and yeah the the ideal client is someone who's passionate about their business and and is and is willing to to work just as hard as we work to make something happen um so yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. no that's it i mean I think that working with people who are passionate that we love to do and people are trying to do something good in the world, we want to we wanna help them accomplish that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. Um, well, cool, man. Well, last big fun question I want to ask you before we wrap this up. Um, what is, what's a big dream project on your mind right now that 
that you kind of have in the back of your head noodling that you might want to work on next year or in the upcoming years, but something that some kind of a bigger, bigger dream fantasy that you got cooking in your head a bit that you haven't shared with many people yet. Hmm. Okay. Hard question to answer, but my mind goes to a few things. Um, you know, you always dream about collaborating with someone huge out there. You see these videographers doing really big things and, and you want to travel with them and you want to be a part of the show. So, you know, you're kind of always dreaming and you see these sweet edits that people put out in the world and you're just like, I could totally see myself on set with these guys and finding ways to add value, you know? So that's, you know, that's one factor of it. And I, I can't share all the specifics about a more realistic thing that is coming up. But in 2020, we do have some pretty big destination plans set. And uh, along the way, we're hoping to to create some pretty sweet content while we're there. Um, so stay tuned. Follow me on Instagram, Tyler Bishop Studios. Um, and yeah. yeah, I guess you'll just have to wait and see. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Cool. Well, I'll let you close with a, a parting message, something that you want to leave with, with listeners based off of your story, what you've been doing, and uh, what you think somebody else out there who was in your shoes Maybe nine months ago, my one ear. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and I'll, I'll answer that, but I'll also go back and just say one more thing about the, the previous points that we were making is that, um, you know, when, when, you're, when you're fully passionate about something and you dedicate 100% of your time and energy to it, um, you're going to exceed your expectations. So, you know, we're setting, we're setting goals in 2020 that I, uh, that I think are are pretty sweet goals um but like in the back of my head i'm also thinking that there's there's no way it stops there like i'll i'll get there but i what i'm hoping i get to in two years i'm gonna get to in, in the next six months and by the end of the year it's like hard to even fathom where we'll be at because you when you put out good energy into the world and, and you grind and you hustle for what what you want and and other people are seeing that passion and seeing that excitement. I I just think big things can happen no matter what it is, whether you're you're in real estate, you're into painting, you're you're in you're in the finance industry, whatever. Like even if it's not a super sexy job, like if you're passionate about what you're doing and, and you give it your all, big things can happen for you. Um that, wow, that's kind of actually like parting thoughts too. That seems like a good parting <laughs> thought. And I was like, that's what more do you need to say? Oh my goodness. Maybe I should just end there. It <laughs> seems kinda good. Yeah. I mean I could talk for hours. I could I could go off on all sorts of life thoughts that I have about different little tips and tricks and little mindset things that you know that you that you could do, but that, maybe we just stop there. Thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, it's uh it's always fun and interesting to sit down a friend or a brother and just get to ask questions like this and help you just get some of your thoughts out in there. So it's fun to do this. And like he said, Tyler Bishop Studios, new website just got released. Uh, check them out on Instagram, Tyler Bishop Studios. Going to be doing some big work together going forward this year, some big travels and a lot of lessons that we're going to try to share along the way. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. And Tyler, thanks for being on the show, man. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah, thank you, bro. 
All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to one of the first episodes of my podcast. Go check out the other episodes I dropped today about my story to now and my experiences as a college student. And I'm so excited to continue to share all the experiences and journeys that I have, the people I meet, and the things that I am learning. So go live an extraordinary life, and I'll see you next time.